And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 to 7. And then we'll jump over to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51 to 53. But first, let's read from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. It reads, for the Lord himself, that's come forth into me. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. One day in the future, it could be now, it could be tonight. Amen. He will descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And when he does, the Bible says after that shout, the dead in Christ shall rise first. The dead in Christ, not the dead out of Christ. Not the dead unsaved, but the dead in Christ. The dead in Christ are those who are asleep. Isn't that a blessing? Glory be to Jesus. Even after death, it's not over. Death is graduation. Amen? Verse 17 reads, Then we which are alive... Tell your neighbor, not everybody is going to die before Christ comes. Not everybody is going to die before Christ comes. Amen? I believe he's going to come in our time, in our generation. So the Bible says, we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the, the clouds. With them, that's those who were dead in Christ. They're going to be raptured first. They're going to be cut up first and they're going to meet Jesus in the clouds. Then the Bible says those of us who are remain, who are still alive, Christians, amen? The Bible says then it's our turn to be cut up, to be snatched up, to gather with them in the clouds. To meet whom? The Lord in the what? In the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Can you jump over quickly to 1 Corinthians chapter 15? Verse 51 to 53. Now I want to read this together because they comment on each other. This text in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 51. Some, some will somehow elaborate on, what we, elaborate on what we are told in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Brothers and sisters, one day there's going to be a rapture. One day we'll be taken out of this earth. And that's a blessing. That's why I'm here to tell those of you who are looking online, those of us who are here, keep the right perspective. Don't get distracted. Amen? Keep doing the right thing. Because the rapture is, the rapture is for getting us ready for our reward. That's why we are raptured. After the rapture, we are going to stand before the Judgment seat of Christ, not to be judged, but to receive our reward. I with me, saints. I said rewards. That's why it's important that you and I do works of righteousness now. Let me say it again. When are we to do works of righteousness? Now. When are we to do each other right? Now. When are we to honor one another? Now. I have a message for those of us who harbor unforgiveness. Let me share with you brothers and sisters. It is right here. One day Jesus is going to come and take his church to heaven. 
not those who cannot forgive. Let me give you a revelation here. Can I give you a revelation? This is what I found out. I found out on earth there are fallen people. Nobody on earth is a hundred percent upright. Fallen people, people who have challenges, and yet but still decide to work with us. You hear me? If God decided to work with us, then who are one? Who are we not to this? Not to work with one another? Who are we to harbor unforgiveness? And listen to me, brothers and sisters. When the church is raptured, and the saints mm, who obey Christ and forgive one another as Christ has forgiven us. That's what the Bible says in, in, uh, in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. It says, be kind to one another. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another even if Christ for God's sake has forgiven you. That's a command from God. It is not a suggestion. And so I'm going to ask you, for those of you who think it's important to hold forgiveness, when the church rapture, let me ask you, will it really worth it? Did it really, did it really worth it? To remain bound, because you're not hurting the person. It's you you're hurting. Studies have the reason why people suffer from stress and high blood pressure are you with me saints many of the times is because they harbor unforgiveness they have what's called a bad heart well let me move on here let, let me move on here brother are you getting what i'm saying saints and some of us in the church we think we can disobey christ and still be raptured i have news for you he's coming <laughs> he's coming for a church Without spot and wrinkle. Well, let me move on here. Let, let me move on here, brothers and sisters. Glory be to God. First Corinthians chapter 15. You got it? Let's read verse 51. It reads, Behold, I show you a mystery. What is the mystery? He's going to tell us what's the mystery. We shall not all sleep. <laughs> Woo! We shall not all sleep. You see, the dead in Christ are asleep. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. But we shall all be changed. <laughs> Woo! But we shall all be changed. Whether you're dead, in, whether you die, or whether you're asleep, or you're alive, when it comes, we all shall be changed. And the word change here is alos. It means it means um, it, 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 there are two words in the Greek. Help me, Lord. There are two words in the Greek to explain another, uh, another of the same kind or another of a different kind. Are you with me? This word here, alos, is another of a different kind. So he's saying when we are changed, we'll be changed into another person, not like we were. Not mortal, but immortal. Not corruption, but incorruption. <laughs> Changed another of a different kind. The Bible calls it a spiritual body. You don't want to miss the spiritual body on the first flight. You don't want to go through. You don't want to go through the great tribulation and face the Antichrist with his buffoonery. As the old folks said. 
Can I use that word buffoonery? You, you see, that's what I heard when I was growing up with the old folks. And in case you don't know, they dressed just like me. They didn't dress like, some of you look so pretty. <laughs> if you look so pretty, it is old school Sunday. It looks like new school to me. <laughs> but I like it, amen. Praise the Lord, ladies. God bless you, amen. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Since I got good news, and I'm so excited, since. Oh, hallelujah. It says, I show you a mystery. Mm -hmm. It is a mystery. The word mystery is mysterian, and it's referring to something that has previously been hidden, but it's now known. It's known that we all are going home to meet the Lord one day. Amen. We shall not all sleep. Not everyone, as I said, is going to die before the Lord returns. We shall be changed. Have you seen how a caterpillar turns into a butterfly? That's what change is talking about. You'll be able to soar. Not be bound with that corruptible, that mortal body. Glory be to God. You'll be able to soar high and fly with the Lord. Isn't that a blessing? Now you can hang out with Jesus for real. Glory be to God. Now what's going on on earth is not my business. <laughs> when we get raptured, what's going on, on here, down here, is not my business. Glory be to God. It's over. But God is so gracious. He gave us one more chance. One more chance. One more chance. Amen. Some of you might outlive the buffoonery of the Antichrist. Or you may have to die. To go to heaven. It's one or two ways. You better get off the greed. Or die. But you'll see Jesus. You'll see us again. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus. Since what I'm saying is keep the right perspective. Just keep the right perspective. Amen. The verse reads here. Verse 52 reads. In a, how? Y yes. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. When at the last trump. For the trumpet will sound. And the dead in Christ shall be raised. Incorruptible. Spiritual body. And we shall be. Change. There it is again. Verse 53. For this corruptible, this body that's plagued, that can be plagued with sickness and disease, the Bible says, must be put, must put on incorruption. Can you say this body must become like Superman? Yes, yes, yes. If I can just use a term here for us to understand. We know it's much better than Superman. Amen. Because when Jesus rose from the dead, the disciples could not even recognize him really. Is that him or is that not him? That's him, but he's in a spiritual body. He's in a glorified body. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And so the Bible says, for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. What a blessing, saints. And I'm here to tell you this morning, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Amen? Keep the right perspective. Because Jesus is on the way for his church. He's on the way. And that's you and me and every born again Christian who has confessed Jesus with their mouth. The Bible says in Romans 10 verse 9 that if you confess with your mouth mm, the Lord Jesus, whom you have to confess, 
the Lord Jesus, not, not anybody else, because the Bible says he's, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Notice the definite article in front, the way. In other words, there is no other way. There is no shortcut. Are you with me? There is no back door to heaven. He said, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. He said, no one goes to the Father but by me. I got a monopoly on going to heaven. Yes, Buddha didn't say that. Hare Krishna didn't say that. You, are you getting what I'm saying, saints? And somebody say, somebody say, well, 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 there are numerous ways. Who said so? None of the, none of the individuals whom they say is another way to heaven said that. Buddha never said, I am the way. Because he's not. Are you with me? Gandhi never said, I am the way. Because he's not. Harry Christian never said I'm the way because he's not. There is another. What's his name? I forgot. Uh, very popular. Very pop. Confucius didn't say that. Either I'm the way because he's not. The guy from Mecca. What's his name? Muhammad. Did not say he's the way because he's not. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way. And so those who are going to heaven are those who, have, those who have confessed Jesus as Lord. As Lord. Mm? They have to confess him with their mouth and then believe in their heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Then they'll be saved. Very simple. But most times because of people's pride, mm, they choose not to submit. To the only way, the only truth, and the life. Amen? Everyone who loves his appearing will go to heaven. Everyone who loves his appearing. Those who are looking forward to his return. And this, since, let me just share with you. I found out not many of us Christians are looking forward to his return. Not many of us are looking forward. Can you go to 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 8? Quickly. I found out, sadly... That not every one of us are looking forward unto his appearing. Mm, keep that in mind. Amen. Sometimes we get so bogged down. Amen. With doing things on this earth. Sometimes things. Uh, uh, did you get. It says here. Paul is talking to Timothy. And he said to Timothy. Henceforth. That word henceforth here. Is in the future. There is laid up for me a crown of what? Everybody who's accept Christ as their Lord and Savior will get a crown of righteousness. And Paul said, which is a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, he's whom? He's the righteous judge. Jesus is the righteous, because not every judge is righteous. Well, let me leave that alone. He's the righteous judge. And the reason why the Bible says he's a righteous judge is money doesn't influence his decision. Let me say that again. <laughs> you cannot pay him to give you a break. Like you can do most judges. Well, let me move on here. Let me move on here. Glory be to Jesus. The righteous shall give me at that day. 
And not to me only, Polish maker declared, not to me only, but unto all them that also love his appearing. And I'm here to ask you this morning, genuinely, can you say from your heart, I am looking and I'm expecting his appearing with much love. If not, you better do some inventory. A good thing to do, brothers and sisters, every week like I do, is take a temperature check. Talk to yourself. Am I fully saved? God, am I still focusing on you? Are you ready? Jesus, you are the center of my... Yeah. It, yeah. Is it the center of your joy today? Hmm? You think about that, saints. Because he's coming back for a church who love his appearing. You don't want to be left behind. It's going, it's going to be tough here. And we have that sermon recorded, so in case you decide to stay. <laughs> you'll have a recording, praise the Lord. Yeah, some people have decided to stay, you know that. L let me hang around and see what's going on. You're on your own. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. The Bible says our citizenship. Let me, let me show it to you. Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. Our citizenship. The word conversation here in Philippians chapter 3 verse 20. Our citizenship is where? Where, where is our? That word, it reads, for our conversation is in heaven. The word conversation here means citizenship. There'll be nobody in heaven that'll be called an alien. Are you getting what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> nobody will be called an illegal alien. <laughs> well, well, I don't know why it's so quiet in here this morning. Amen. For purposes of earth, you know, we use that term, but in heaven, we don't use that term in heaven because everybody belongs. Are you with me? Jesus came. Everybody who accepts Christ as their Lord and Savior. Mm, what a blessing. Oh, the only requirement is to accept Christ. If you're looking today and you're not saved, you haven't made Christ your Lord and Savior. You haven't confessed the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believed in your heart. Today is a good day to do that. Today is a good day. If you have harbored unforgiveness, if there are people that you cannot just let go, they cross you wrong. Folks, Christians, we are notorious for crossing one another wrong. You say, why? Because we are fallen people. <laughs> we have, and God expects us to be mature to forgive one another. Mm? Ah, God, I give you praise. If you only say amen, I said that too fast. If you don't want to say amen, at least say ouch. Just ouch. I'm telling you what I had to work with. I had to work on myself to forgive certain people. I had to tell myself in the mirror, you are better than that. You are better than that, Emmanuel. You need to rise above that. Yes, yes. You need to talk to yourself. You cannot, you cannot walk around uh, uh, quiet. <laughs> Sometimes you got to walk. Yeah. <laughs> you got to eyeball yourself in the mirror. That's why the Bible says, talking to yourselves... In songs, hymns, making melody in your heart. But sometimes you got to talk to yourself and tell yourself, I'm going to lift the standard. Ah, 
Glory be to Jesus. So, <laughs> so our citizenship is in heaven from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what's amazing? Some people claim that the word Lord, Jesus is never called Lord God. It's here. 58 times in the New Testament, Jesus is called, called the Lord. He is the Lord God almighty i'll show in revelation the bible says he's coming back the second coming i'm going to address that in a while because somebody asked me last week pastor is that the second coming we cannot mistake the second coming with the rapture these are two separate events are you with me brothers and sisters the bible says when he's coming back the second time he has on his vesture his vesture is a robe or a cloak and he has a sash going from from right to left and on the sash this is what's written king of kings and lord of lords so we are told quickly hallelujah quickly let's run through the text and see how far we can reach amen then We'll just pause and pick up next, sun next Sunday. Amen. So we are told, let's go back to our main text. Praise the Lord. Our main text, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. So we are told, as I said two weeks ago, the Lord himself is coming back. Mm? The Lord himself, isn't that a blessing? The Lord Jesus is coming back. The Lord is coming back. The only featured celebrity, if I can say that, mentioned here in the event of the rapture is the Lord himself. <laughs> he's the, the figure because he's coming for his bride. He's coming for his bride. No man sends another man for his bride. Oh, no, no, no. He's not sending Ray Ray. Or Sinclair or Raphael. No, no, no. No, he's coming himself. Glory be to Jesus. Oh, what a blessing. So he's going to leave his exalted position in heaven. He's going to descend and he's going to make his way back to the earth. Amen. Now, now I, I, I'm just going to add this right here. We are not told his mode of transportation. Praise the Lord. We just know that he's coming back. But the Bible tells us the way he rides sometime. Amen. He may ride upon a cherub. We are told a fly on the wings of the wind. The Bible tells us in Psalms 18 verse 10. Can you go to Psalms 18 verse 10? And in 2 Samuel 22 11. Since I'm just elaborating there. He's going to descend. Psalms 18 verse 10. He rode upon a cherub. Mm, and did fly yes he did fly upon the wings of the wind <laughs> now you can be my god if you can fly on the wings of the wind <laughs> Woo! hallelujah or the, or, or the bible tells us in psalms 104 verse 3 he may catch a ride on a cloud yes yes he, he has numerous modes of transportation he can take a cherub, <laughs> a cherubim, you know the cherubims, they are the ones who minister at the presence of God. They are not seraphims, they are not archangels, are you with me? 
they are the ones who are in the very presence of God. Oh, they give some sweet ride. Swift. Then, ask Ezekiel in the book of Ezekiel. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Now, last week someone asked, Pastor, is that the second coming of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ? No, 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 no. Let's not confuse the rapture with the second coming. Amen. We are raptured. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. Now hear me clearly. We are raptured to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Mm-hmm. Can you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10? I need to explain this right here. Amen. We are raptured to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. You got it? It reads, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And that, why? That everyone may receive the things done in his body. Since it is very important what you do on this earth. Do not forget to serve the Lord. You cannot just leave home, go to work, fall asleep. Leave home, go to work, come home, fall asleep. Are you with me? Now, let me say you can. But my advice is do not. Get engaged in the Lord's business. Are you with me? Get involved in what God is doing. Ask God to show you opportunities to serve. The church, the, the church is, we need people praying here 24 hours 7. You say, well, I haven't got a ministry. Yes, you do have a ministry. Praying 24 hours 7. Well... You ask me, what, what prevents you from coming here at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning to pray? I'm just asking you, what prevents you from coming here 8 or 8.30 before just to sit in the presence of God? I've seen it in many churches. That is where ministry starts. We saw Jesus doing it. A, a prayerless church is a powerless church. A prayerless individual is a powerless individual. And some people say, well, praying, nobody has to see you. God is seeing you. No pastor has to see you. God is seeing you. Before you saw me, nobody saw me but God. <laughs> oh, glory. Before I came standing here, are you with me? For years, I was in the dark praying. Do you know when a picture is developed? in the dark but nobody wants to stay in the dark that's why we have very little developing the most powerful thing you can do <laughs> oh hallelujah is that all right ladies howdy the most powerful thing you can do brothers and sisters and you may say I do not know what to say. You got a full Bible. Just start reading it. We got 66 books. Just start reading it. Just start reading it. Find yourself somewhere in Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalms 23. And because he is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He just read through it and start, ask God to open up my eyes. What else can I say? And, and he'll come. And by the time you blink your eye, it'll be an hour and a half. Oh, glory be to Jesus. But since that's what I'm saying, it's important what we do here on this earth. Amen. So we're going to rapture to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And after we are rewarded, 
we appear before the judgment seat we are rewarded amen that's why the bible says everything you do for jesus that's what matters it is what we do for christ that's going to last amen it is what we do for christ that's going to last amen let me let let, let, let me give you some bad news every day you get up and you go to work and come home you're not going to get anything in heaven for that you get what i'm saying that's what you do on this earth to survive except can i say except if your job is really your calling if you were called and you sit in that job and you said i would do that job whether or not i'm paid that may be your calling you may be born for that and so if you do you do it and do it right you do it as unto the lord so now it's no longer your supervisor you're not doing it to please your supervisor or for a paycheck but you're doing it because you're called by god and you're born to do it and so you show up ready to deliver ah glory be to Jesus. but i know for many of us for 99.5 percent of us our job is not our calling for that matter on monday morning i understood that's when people get the most headaches because they have to get up and go to work well let me move on here <laughs> so so now with regards to the second coming so that's the rapture we all understand the rapture right he's going to take his church he's coming to take his church like a bride like a like like a groom standing with his best man and his bride is coming forth what a blessing amen now that's the rapture to get us ready praise the lord for our for our rewards and after our rewards we'll be given things like what the bible calls uh, uh the robe of righteousness mm, what a blessing glory be to jesus after the reward after you heard well done it's going to take us a thousand years up there praise the lord as i said what's happening down there is not my business amen <laughs> glory be to god so now that's the rapture now with regards to the second coming of jesus christ please note you hear me very carefully please note that jesus is scheduled to pierce the atmosphere of this earth three times but will place his feet on the earth twice let me say that again jesus is scheduled to penetrate the atmosphere of this earth three times but he'll only touch ground twice with regards to his second coming so so please allow me to elaborate now he's already touched the ground once he came as mary's baby didn't he he came as the savior mm, john 3 17 says for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved he came first as savior <laughs> oh glory be to jesus that was the first scheduled touchdown. Hmm? Glory be to in the future. In the future, he has two more entries to make through the earth's atmosphere. In the future, one entry so far, one fit, one touchdown. Amen. He's already done that once. The second entry into the earth's atmosphere is recorded, is recorded for us here. Amen in first thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 the second entry into the earth atmosphere he's just going to hover over the earth 
He's just going to defy gravity. Mm? And that's when the dead in Christ. Every grave is going to look like a plowed field. Because there'll be open graves. I mean every cemetery, sorry. Every cemetery is going to look like a plowed field. Because every dead in Christ person, they go, they're going to hear his voice. That shout, glory be to God. Hey, that shout going to going to do a lot of things. People are going to get up. The Bible says, the Bible says first, dead folks are going to rise up. Then after they rise up, they'll be raptured. They're not just rapturing right away. No, the Bible says the dead in Christ will rise. They're going to rise and say, what's going on here? And then they'll be taken up. So, the second entry into the earth's atmosphere is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. He'll be in the air, his feet will not touch the earth. He'll just hover. For that matter, verse 17 tells us what? Can you go to verse 17 of that text? Verse 17 says, Then we which are alive and remain shall be cut up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord. Where is the Lord? In the air. His feet is not touching earth. Because the next time he's coming to the earth, he's coming as the king of kings and the lord of lords. Amen. The antichrist and the dragon and the false prophet, they've been talking a lot of noise. He's coming back to settle the score. Yes, they've had been talking in his absence. I would, it's just like the people in, 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 in the book of Corinthians, these prophets who followed Paul and tried to discredit him. And Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20, he said, for the kingdom of God is not in word. It's not talk, talk, talk. He said, but the kingdom of God comes in power. Paul said, when I come, we'll know who's the real apostle or not. Because the real apostle has some power. Well, <laughs> some of you missed that. Some of you missed that. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. So Jesus is coming back the second time to settle the score. Amen. The, now, now, now that's, glory be to Jesus. Now that's the, that's the third time he's going to penetrate earth's surface. The third time. So the first time he came as a baby boy, he touched, his feet touched the ground, the earth. The second time he's coming for his church, he's hovering. He still penetrates the atmosphere. Because he has to come for us. He's just hovering in the air. He takes us up. Rewards are given. Robes of righteousness are given. Right? So we can be ready for the marriage supper of the Lamb. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. After the marriage supper of the Lamb, he's coming back. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> and his bride will be with him. You men know how it is when your bride is with you when you walk. <laughs> Glory be to God. You men know when you like to put on a show for her. That, that's what he's coming back to do. He's coming to put on a show for the church. <laughs> hey, glory be to God. Woo! Hallelujah. Can I read a little bit when he comes last time? You mind if I go to Revelation chapter 19? Let's start from verse 11. Quickly, quickly. Quickly, Revelation chapter 19. You see, Revelation has 21 chapters. That's chapter 19, so it's close to the end. Glory be. It's close to what? The end. Yes, Lord. You got verse 11. Verse 11 reads, John is saying, I saw another vision. He said, God gave him another vision to share with us. Now, that is the second coming. That's not the rapture. This second coming, we are with him. Rapture is coming for us. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? 
That question was asked me last week. What's the difference? So that is the difference. Second coming, we are with him on white horses. As I said, we are still in negotiations. Uh, <laughs> rapture. He's coming for us. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So it reads here, and I saw heaven opened. And behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. How he makes war? In righteousness. Everything about him is doing the right thing. Doing people right. Since that's why on earth we have to start doing people right. And do God right. Some of you know in your hearts what God told you to do. But you allow emotions. Who cares about emotions when I have a God to obey? Who cares about how I feel? When I have a God to obey. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus. So it reads here in verse 12. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Oh glory be to Jesus. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew. But he himself. Verse 13 reads. And he was clothed. Here it comes. He, had, he was clothed with a vesture. A vesture is a robe or a cloak dipped in red blood. It wasn't in blood. That was the color. Amen. That's the color of the robe he has. Red is victory. Are you with me, saints? Red. He's coming. And his name is called the Word of God. <laughs> Woo! Verse 14 says, And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in what? Fine linen, white and clean. That's what we call the robe of righteousness. And the reason why we know is the church angels are not clothed in linen. Well, <laughs> angels have their own clothing. So we know he's talking about glorified bodies, spiritual bodies. Amen. So we are we are told here in verse 15, and out of his mouth. Goeth a sharp sword. Out of his mouth does what? A sharp sword. Because you see, because he's Lord of Lords and King of Kings, he doesn't have to say much to win. That's all. When he stepped his foot, when he planted his foot on earth, and the armies of the world is before him, all he has to say is, die. That's, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Because he gave everybody breath. He can take them whenever he wants to. All he has to say is die. And blood everywhere. <laughs> with, uh, uh, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword. That with it should smite whom? The nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. But the, his first, the first time he came, he came as a baby and a savior. This time he's coming as a judge, as a ruler. And any sign, any sign of disobedience, any sign of rebellion will be crushed. He doesn't play that the second time around. Let me say that again. He doesn't play that the second time around. Brothers and sisters, I have, I'm under the impression... And you get me wrong. I'm under the impression that sometimes we don't even understand what's going to happen. We just live our lives as Christians. We get up and we go to work and we get mad and we come home and we allow people. 
to just know the, the, we got the word of God. We serve the king of kings. His, the words coming from his mouth is a sword. Amen. You and I, we have access to that. The Bible, speak the word. That's it. Because the, the word has enough power. True story. On Saturday morning, I tried to sleep in, just sleep in a little bit. Sleep in. You know, because we get up early, you know, most of the time. So I sleep in Saturday morning. And about 8.39, I'm hearing a bird chirping. It disturbed you too? Just chirping, chirping, chirping. And I wanted some more rest. I felt my body was saying, still longer. So I just stretched my hand to the window. And I said, buddy, go chirp elsewhere in Jesus' name. Right now, the Son of God, his body rested. Work to do for the Lord. So I said, buddy, in the name of Jesus, go chirp elsewhere. 60 seconds, buddy left. And I'm saying it's the power of God's word. No, I could get up mad and say, why is that bird out there chirping? And... I got the word. Birdie, <laughs> everything has ears. And when I spoke, an angel just took the birdie and took him elsewhere. You, you, Christianity has to get real for us sometimes. We just fight everything in our own strength. And we've, people are getting to us. What, what kind of business is that? Yeah, go chirp elsewhere. <laughs> and uh, this is what I like. It says here, <laughs> out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he shall smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. Read Psalms 2. Psalms 2 tells us a little thing about the way he's going to rule. Amen. And he treadeth the, the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the Almighty God. And he's talking about how he's going to ruthlessly judge people who rejects him. That's what he's talking about. People who ruthlessly, people who reject God in his face. Even, and the reason why the Bible says he's going to do that is because during that time, people are going to have angels flying in heaven saying, Do not accept the mark of the beast. Angels will be in heaven flying saying that. Not only that, there will be two witnesses in Jerusalem. But who are going to come down? They're, they're going to call fire from heaven. And everybody are going to see them on CNN. You'll see them on CNN calling fire from heaven. You'll see anybody who tried to hurt them. The Bible says fire come from their mouth. You have, then only, not only that, you have 144,000 Jews evangelizing the world. What else do you need to accept Christ? He's coming back. The Bible says to tread the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of your God. Because people are going to deliberately say no to Christ even when they know it's the truth. Even today people know it's the truth and we will not do the right thing. A sin sick soul is a... You hear me brothers and sisters? But God is a good God. Amen. And lastly, let me read the last verse. And he hath on his vesture the same robe, the cloak we talk about, and on his thigh. A, th a sash is going across his shoulder to his 
And what's written on that? Vesha, king of kings. <laughs> How else can it be made plain that Jesus is Lord? We have been told the end. He's coming back and he's called the king of kings and lord of lords. Why wouldn't you do, we, we do, the world, people do what the Herod said and the Caesars and the Caesars, right? Sorry. Mm, they do it. Why can't we do it? Since what is keep the right perspective. Keep, he's on his way. He's on his way in the twinkling of an eye. The Bible says that's how your body is going to be changed. No grief can keep you down. No sickness, no disease, no infirmity. I haven't reached, and I, I, I haven't reached on verse 17. We'll be talking about cut up. And I'll get into immortality and mortality and corruption in, and incorruption. But for now, I want us to remember, brothers and sisters, that, that Jesus Christ is coming for his bride. Amen. Who is the church. That's us. The verse says, and I'm going to give, can I get five more minutes? The verse says he's going to come with a shout. And I touched on it last week. Many people volunteer what the shout means. Some commentators said the shout is, uh, can be a captain of a boat shouting to his rowers to row more steadily. Or maybe one of the captains in the army shouting or talking, commanding his soldiers. But there is one commentator who said the shout is that of a husband going to get his wife. And I believe that's what he's talking about. Remember when, you recall when Adam saw Eve. When Adam saw Eve, Adam hollered, Woo! Man! Are you getting what I'm saying? I think that's the kind of shout. Because he longs to be with his wife. Now I know you brothers, I know it's been a couple years and you may not be able to say wow, but at least you can give a squeak. I, I get what I'm saying. You still look at her and if you after years you can still look at her and say, Woo, man, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. <laughs> That's exactly how Jesus felt. That's how he's going to feel coming for his bride. Ready. Think of how a bride takes time to get ready for her husband. Think about it. And I'm asking, why won't we do the very same thing for Jesus who's coming for us? We cannot miss these analogies. We have to be able to, everything has to be in order. She has to look good. She has to do her best and look her best. Best. <laughs> what about us doing it for Jesus Christ? But we never, we never bring this together. And so we give him anything. Bless the Lord. I have, yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a suspicion that the people who really think they're going are not going. No, I'm no judge. I'm no judge. I cannot judge anybody, but I'm just, you know, you, you can be a fruit inspector. Amen. You can inspect some fruit. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Amen. We can inspect some fruits. You cannot judge. You cannot pass a judge. Nobody can pass a judgment and say who's going to heaven or who's going to hell. 
that, that's only that's a that's a prerogative that's reserved only for God. But you certainly can say that's not mango, that's orange. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not no, that's not apple. That's not apple. No, that's lime. That's lemon. Are you get what I'm saying? I'm here, brothers and sisters, to encourage us. Next week, I'm going to talk about what's going to happen when we get cut up to heaven. A lot of things are going to happen on earth that I want to bring home so we can understand the chaos and the stage that's been set for the Antichrist. The Antichrist thrives on chaos and he needs chaos to step in and say, I can bring peace. We'll talk about the chaos that's going to happen when Jesus takes his bride home. Amen? Come on, give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Praise the Lord. If you're looking to today and you're not saved, you're not part of the, the bride of Christ. Today's a good day. A good day to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. <laughs> the Bible says if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Do not do that. There's a day coming that you want to be out of here. And I'm extending this opportunity to you today. Accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you pray this prayer with me, you can move from darkness into his marvelous light. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending Jesus to be my Lord. Today, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Today, I say, Jesus, I make you my Lord. If you pray this prayer, you just move from darkness to light. And we rejoice with you. If you're watching and you're saved, but you just need to renew your covenant. You say, Pastor, I've, been, I've not been serious. You know, I... I just want to renew my covenant too. There's a good day to do that too. If you'd say, Heavenly Father, today I renew my covenant with you. I make you my Lord again. Today I'm making a serious decision to serve you for the rest of my life. If you did that, we rejoice with you. Send us a note at iogmtali at gmail.com. That's iogmtali at gmail.com. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we give you the honor. We worship you in the beauty of holiness. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you that this life on earth is not all. There is much more to come. And for that we give you the praise, we give you the glory. For that I am hopeful. For that I am hopeful. I'm not only hopeful, I'm excited. Because I know one day we'll be with you. And live with you forever and ever and ever and ever your promises are true your word is tried you said in john 14 i go prepare a place for you and because i go prepare i'm coming back and for that we thank you because your word is good we say thank you jesus can you just lift your hands and thank father we thank you thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah Man, what a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
thank you jesus we bless your name we glorify your name hallelujah since you hang in there it's going to get better it's going to get better hallelujah hallelujah glory be to jesus don't let circumstances and emotions distract you amen don't get tired glory be to jesus amen glory be to jesus the bible says looking unto jesus the often finish of our faith who for the joy that was can you go to uh, i think hebrews chapter hebrews chapter 12 I think, verse 1 glory be to jesus there's the sec there's the verse after that verse i want to read to you glory is that yes thank you verse 2 thank you it says look at Hebrews chapter 12, 3 verse 2 reads looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of god can you go to verse 3 verse 3 for those of you who are getting weary and tired this is our verse this is the verse i hold very close to my heart it says for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself lest you be wearied and faint in your minds don't look at the wrong things if you're looking at some things and you're getting distracted and disheartened the bible says look unto jesus he would endure a lot from sinners you only faint in your mind so get your mind together that's how we faint in our minds and then it then it manifests in our emotions that's how the body works the mind has to be fixated on a problem and then it you get a certain emotion the emotion can be encouraging or discouraging oh, i'm not going tonight huh? i'm not going this morning why because of discouragement and you and i cannot risk being discouraged being worried in our minds don't faint keep doing the right thing because we are doing it for jesus christ don't get your eyes out of looking jesus looking unto jesus sorry keep looking keep looking and can you just tell your neighbor i mean just encourage one another maybe call somebody send them a text keep looking unto jesus keep looking unto jesus don't get worried it may be a tough day keep looking unto jesus yes i know there may be pain in your body but it's just for a while in the twinkling of an eye just like that the glorified body in the twinkling of an eye the spiritual body are you with me one day everybody will be healed whether or not you want it <laughs> whether or not you want it you will be healed you can get it now or wait when jesus come i just decide to take it now i will i just decide to take everything i can get now praise god but one day whether or not you'll be whole whether or not you want to be whole you will be made whole the bible says when we see him we'll be just like him Woo! <laughs> just like him when you just like him Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? 
What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.